part of the Press Play Podcast Network. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. This is Jason J. Lewis, the voice of Superman on Justice League Action. This is Mark Wayne, writer of Superman Birdland. You're listening to The Krypton Report. Welcome to the Krypton Report Podcast. Now part of the Press Play Podcast Network, we are dedicated to all things related to DC Comics with a strong focus on Superman and all things Kryptonian. We discuss movies, TV shows, games, and of course, comics. I'm your host, Tyler, the Superman of Blue, the Man of Tomorrow. And in with me is the Superman of Red, the Man of Steel himself, James Cole. Cole, 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 Cole. <laughs> yo 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 what up yo 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 yeah what's going on james the hype man comes in like time to bust it down say what and like <laughs> just like okay this podcast changed welcome <laughs> <to him." laughs> this was we about uh let's see here not a whole lot of news going on but a little bit we'll get into here we uh we got some new Super Pet posters, which were pretty cool. You know, they had little pun-type things uh, with them. You know, uh, they call him Bart Kent. Eh, that's funny. But, you know, my favorite was Aces. He doesn't take sit from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was the best one. We are a month away, roughly, from the release, give or take a little. And uh, I'm I'm still excited for that movie. I'm glad there hasn't been, like more trailers but there's been little tv spots and stuff and i'm pretty excited for that film yeah well i think i think tv spots would get seen by more kids you know Mm -hmm. um with all the the cartoon channels they have so i think that's definitely the route to take with that but i'm Mm -hmm. looking forward to taking the kids to go see that oh yeah it's gonna be great you know part it's part of our huge uh july focus even though it comes out at the end of July, which kicks over into August, which just sucks, but whatever, you know. Uh, right after my birthday, my birthday, my birthday. birthday. Uh, let's see, we got those. We got the trailer for Harley Quinn season three, which drops in July. And I'm wait, hold on a second, hold on. That's not a beer. That's uh my crisp, bubbly pomegranate blueberry. <laughs> Um, no, I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> James went the other way tonight. <laughs> yeah, I went the other way. I really like that they dropped the trailer for Harley Quinn season three about a month less than until it premieres to build the hype. So we're not right. That just makes me happy because I'm tired of like getting stuff so far out and being like, oh yeah. Know. I, I do like how they how they've shortened that window um, over the last few years, but uh, you know, talking about the Harley Quinn trailer, like that first image they release of the Court of Owls, like you nailed that right on uh, right on the head. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just let's back up a tick. Brian's like, "Yay, the court!" And I'm like, "Is this eyes wide shut?" I hadn't watched the trailer, and then you messaged me like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> we, you said that when the image was released, the trailer wasn't released for like another day or two. 
Oh man, I just <laughs> and you freaking called. I think it was the next day that the trailer was released after that image, and like you freaking nailed it. It was hilarious. As soon as I saw that, and they and and the grandmaster said that, I freaking cracked up. Ah, uh, and it makes absolute what sense, is Harley though. <laughs> yeah, it's seven twenty-eight. So yeah, like I said roughly a, a month. Until um, that's released. I'm excited to have my favorite King Shark back. Absolutely. He was my favorite part of that show. Yeah. Well, the trailer was pretty funny. I think it's, uh, I think season three is going to be, you know, that shows on its own level. Yes. When it comes to it. So, like to say that it's going to reach a new level is just, I mean, it's going to be on the same level. It's just going to, it's, it's its own thing. It's like David pumpkins. It's own thing. <laughs> I make the randomest connections to stuff. Um, this speaking of random on July 19th, you will be able to purchase Zack Snyder's justice league digital copy. And rumor is it'll have bonus features. Really? And if that's the case, then they're going to sucker me into buying it for a third time. I know. One is because I love Snyder's commentary. And that was really random that that came down. And my my friend messaged me. He's like, hey, dude, you got to check this out. I'm like, okay, what's up? And then I was like, what? For real? Man, you know, you know what? I mean, they're uh, especially with the the new people running the show. You know, if if they're gonna do this a year after the movie's been released, and what eight months, nine months after it came out physically, and the only place you could stream it was HBO. Um, I mean, if if they're doing this again, releasing it this way, they're they're looking at. They're definitely looking at if people are spending their money um, to see Zack Snyder's uh, pause work of art. To see Zack Snyder's work of art. <laughs> Heck yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. I mean, you know, that was one of the big selling points to get people to sign up for HBO Max. It's kind of had its thing. It's had its physical release. They're treating it right like a like a movie. And HBO Max has been building its brand. Um, so it's not... Well, absolutely. I mean, I think, I hope... Yeah, I mean, I just, it's just, if are people going to put their money... Are people going to buy it again? Are people going to... You know, because some people don't buy physical anymore. I mean... So they never put their money into it. I mean, maybe they watch it on HBO Max, but maybe some people will will purchase it that way. And then they're going to be people like you and me where I got my physical from Amazon UK and then I got my American release when it was released. Yep, because we are... Insane. And you know, God forbid, I I I put money towards 
buying another copy of it to show <laughs> that I'm in support of the that that movie, you know? I mean, they sucker me if it's going to have special features. If it Absolutely. has a commentary by Zack Snyder, then uh then I'm probably I'm gonna end up buying it because well yeah, I, yeah, I bought something extra something more to the movie and everything behind it. I mean I bought BVS on 4K a second time with the re-release when they remastered certain shots in the different aspect ratio because this time it had a commentary from Snyder. So I was like, all right, it's on sale, sucker, I bought it. <laughs> but. So that's something that we'll keep our eyes out to. Next thing on the list here, to-do list, Gotham Knights Robin trailer. Did you watch it? I did. It was cool. I'm, I mean, I'm pumped for the game. Like, uh, me, the wife, the kids, and Brian, he just happened to show up at the house right before we watched it. All watched it together. It was like a family thing. And then we watched the trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it. Um, it's cool. And they gave, like, they're giving each character a little bit of, like, power. Like, he has, like, a teleport power from a device. So. Uh, yeah, tech, uh, tech from the, from the Justice League Watchtower teleporter. Yeah. Yeah, so he can, so he can move, like, from building to building and teleport and move, like, in fights or battle see that's cool it's not stupid like the soul energy from jason todd and yeah Brian? that one was a little weird when i saw that i was like well i guess everybody's got to travel some way kind of yeah. kind of feel weird that they gave um dick grayson the Fortnite glider yeah brian uh brian said that he was looking up the story that in this story jason todd has always been the red hood he's he was never a robin um he was always been the Red Hood, and then Batman kind of brought him into the fold, trained him up, right, made him a partner. So I'm like, okay, that's not that's not too far out, you know. It's one of those things like, did you really have to do that? But whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. That'll that'll be interesting, you know. I mean. Just to see if that's the case. Just to see um, if they do a good job telling a in in a different original take on the character. Yeah, that's all I you got. know. Because Arkham Knight was okay. Um, the twist, every uh, you know, I think everybody saw coming that they denied. when it came down to it. They denied it. We called it. We were right. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Suck it. Okay. Anyways, that's all the news we have. Let's keep let's keep this wagon train going. So, uh, let's see here. Not a whole lot in our comics. Uh, we I just have world's finest issue four. Yeah, and I'm very sad right now because I have not gotten to read just about anything in the last week. Did you read so, World's Finest number four? I did not. I wanted this to. Is how bad, this is how bad we suck, people. Because we plan, and then we don't get to do anything. You know why? Life. Life 
life. And that's all I'm going to say about just to that. Get a, just to get a quiet corner, like, without it being really late or really early to be able to well, do it can be I'm difficult gonna, sometimes. I'm going to give everyone here a sneak peek to something. I am going to be guesting once again on Digging for Kryptonite, and we will be discussing the Superman serials. So I have been binging the Superman serials. The Superman serials are not meant for binging. It has been a task. I'll say that. It has been a task. I had seen, you know, a couple here and there, but I am finally watching them all straight through. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about 1940s serials, right? 1948 Kirk Allen, the original Superman on film. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, We're going to keep on moving on. How, did you get a chance to watch any Superboy this week? I, I, I once again regretfully say I did not. So, James didn't get to watch any Superboy either. That's okay. You know why? I because feel so terrible. Life. Did you watch Superman and Lois? <laughs> that I did watch. Yes. The only right. thing I'm able to fit. We we got one. Yes. I wouldn't be here if I didn't get that one. <laughs> Episode 14, World War Bazaar. All right. So this is the penultimate episode of the season two. And it was uh it was good. Let me give you a quick rundown. Here, what's like on the office? Give you that rundown. Um, <clears throat> Superman is rendered powerless by Ali's attack, and the others rally as the two Earths merge. A weary, a weary Lois holds a vigil at Superman's beside. Jonathan and Jordan continue to worry about their father, who seems more human now than ever. John Henry and Natalie work together to figure out the best way to defend against Ali Olsen's powers. Dum dum dum. Ah, that's not too bad. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get into this episode. James, I'll let you go first. I've been talking a lot. Um. Uh. Well, I really uh, enjoyed this episode for our penultimate episode for the se- uh for this season. Uh, it definitely gives some some big stakes. You know, Allie mm-hmm. is trying to merge the Earths. Uh, Clark is powerless. Superman is powerless. Um, they have uh, Lana and John coming over, um, trying to merge with their parts, and Jordan getting in the middle. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, and, and Clark not getting his powers back anytime soon. Yeah, poor. Poor Clark. We so we find out he's basically drained human, and they go. To, he has John Henry fly him to the fortress to meet his mom. You know, got to introduce your friends to your mom, unless you're me and your mom's complete psycho. Right. You know? Which I, I must say, I am liking the. I am liking um, uh, Lara being the person that he speaks to in the fortress, um, other than Jorel. Um, the way that they brought in her. Sunstone and 
and and bringing her in there to talk to, it's really good. I, I'm I'm coming to like it. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, and let's see. Um, we have in this episode, we get one of my favorite moments so far just because and we'll kind of get there but Clark they you know they make the statement that Clark's cells are depleting and that he could be a few days a few weeks maybe even years till he starts to charge back up and we have a you know we have a scene later where he's just sitting out in the farm and the interesting part is while the word worlds are merging like it's very red. So not only is everything he can't recharge, he's technically starting to get under a red sun and a red square sun, you know. Yeah, so that, um they did have a they did have a line Natalie uh and John are flying uh in in orbit and they're saying how the that sun is phase shifting into into the universe how they're coming together and that the um, that the radiation was only like 3% output, but it's growing fast. Mm-hmm. So like it's phasing into re- into our reality pretty quickly. And pretty, pretty cool. I like that dialogue. Allie is just like in the place between realms, between, you know, spaces. Because I look at the Bizarro planet, okay? The way they're doing it here, kind of like the upside down from Stranger Things, like a parallel dimension more than another Earth, because I feel like if they hadn't, I don't know, just because the bizarre is like everything's backwards and they're talking about merging people together to make them whole. I look at it more like that uh, than being like merging Earth one and Earth two type thing, you know, right. You know, did we did we talk about how it's pretty cool that um, they're doing like everything bizarro there, backwards speak, um, like cars, cars, uh, the on the other side, driving on the other side, the mm. um, people are like almost dark, dark. They're just doppelgangers of themselves, whether probably good or bad, mm-hmm. but they're not like like weird reverse creatures like the bizarros are in the comics. Yeah, they just they talk backwards because they're it's different here. So they're not like me. Um you know, they're just talking backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think they I think they nailed um how to how to bring bizarros to uh <laughs> to at least this universe. Because, you know, I did my homework <clears throat> I recently watched the Bizarro episodes of Superboy, and it's interesting how they do Super the Bizarro on Superboy. Kick me when I'm down. <laughs> Stay down, James. Never. James is more like you know Clark in Man of Steel when he's he's holding onto the fence, you know, bending it, trying not to get up and punch me in the face. <laughs> um, you know, we're jumping all over this. I don't care. Um. You know what? My favorite scene is when. So first, I gotta set. I gotta set it up. 
First of all, the most asinine part of this entire episode, you have world-altering huge stakes, and they're like, Lana, do you know anything about this? Yes. The mayor of a small blink-and-you-miss-it town knows about the altering change of the universe. <laughs> I mean, you know, gr- I, I gr- never thought of it that way. But that, granted, that she like... does learn the truth because Lois, the D, you know, the DOD and Superman and all that fun stuff. But just the general thought of like, yeah, the president, the first person he's gonna call, get me that Lana Lang, newly elected mayor of that small bill. You know, <laughs> she, she's got to know what's up of that of that town that's got like twelve thousand people or less. Um, so that just, that part just, I was like, really? I, I did not think of it that way. And that's hilarious. Um, (laughs) um, so that part, but Lana has a meeting, you know, and she tries to tell Smallville the truth. You know, she's trying to be a good person and tell Smallville the truth of what she's learned from Lois and Christy, you know, and, um, the old salty mayor's got to act like a prick. Yeah, he's got to start ridiculing her and everything. Then Kyle tries to step up and say some things, but Clark shows up as Superman and basically, like, she's right. Everything she's telling you is the truth. And I was like, awesome. Yeah. And so they're in the high school because that's, like, that's where you meet. That's where you meet in high school. Hit him in the gut. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I'm just like, come on, people. The old mayor's a douche. You can't see this, but, you know, I guess they didn't. Yeah, it was totally a ploy. It was so easy to see, like, just at a time of crisis trying to take advantage. I'm just like, what? And um, so then the next scene is everybody kind of, she tells them to go home, be with the people they love, you know. As the world starts kind of like blinking, blipping, you know, flipping, flopping as it's being merged um, with the other world, which is interesting because Jania pointed out, she said, why is it that everything's turning bizarro if they're merging? Shouldn't there be like something bizarro, something normal or like things caught in the middle or something like a real blending? I'm like, I don't know. Um, That would be my thought. And... He's talking to Sarah and Lana walks in. She looks at Jordan and Jordan like Sarah turns to look at her mom and Jordan looks at Lana and he like shakes his head like, no, I didn't kind of gives her this. No, I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything, you know, Um, just trying to be the nice, good kid that I am. And then doppelganger Lana drops in and Lana and Sarah both like, oh, my God. And Jordan just looks at her, then turns back and just yells, run. And his eyes heat up with his heat vision. And then he just turns and boom, attacks Doppelganger Lana. It's my favorite part. Because yeah. one, secretly, the only thing about the scene that made me mad was I figured he's he's fighting Doppelganger Lana, but at the same time, he could channel some of that anger he has towards regular Lana about not letting him talk to Sarah and really just beat the crap out of her. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I I'm mean, saying? I mean, like, it is huh. pretty fresh. <laughs> He's just like, you don't let me talk to my girlfriend. Um, you know, and then John L shows up and he's threatening regular John. And part of me wondered if John would have like had some secret like inhaler stashed around the school or something, you know, like or knew or like 
his girlfriend had one or something and like he was going to bust out an inhaler and fight to help protect his dad. But, you know, Jordan busts in and Jordan's fighting Doppel John and Doppel Lana and he's getting a little beat, you know, Clark's powerless. He's trying to do what he can. And then Natasha. Yeah, he's getting slammed around pretty good. Like, this was my favorite p- part of the whole episode. That's why I'm, like, talking in detail. <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> you know, she's uh, waiting on her dad. She doesn't know what's going on. She shows up with the hammer. Because uh, I actually showed this scene to Solomon again. Because Solomon actually really likes steel. And uh, he was like, I like steel in this. I'm like, oh, yeah, watch this. And uh, she throws the hammer. And I love how Jordan, like, takes it, uses it, and swings back and pops Lana in the face with it. I'm like, yeah, that and which leads to my favorite part at the end where Sarah has her huge epiphany when she's talking to her mom and she's like, oh, my God, he wanted to tell me things. He kept holding back. He couldn't tell me if I had known I, I broke up with him. If I had known this, then like she's just like breaking it down. And then Lana's like, you can't tell nobody, you know, this secret is something bigger and more than you even realize right now. And then Kyle walks in, and they're like, can't talk to Kyle. And then Kyle gets blipped. You know. Peace, Kyle. He gets blipped. See you on... You get dusted, bro. Like Thanos style. I know. This other world. Whatever. (laughs) No, he does, though. I mean, he, he... He basically... Yeah, he... I mean, like... Because they talk about... Um, if you see doppelgangers and stuff. So, I mean, that's like them crossing over into our earth, you know, like, is he going the other way? <laughs> yeah. Kyle just, he, he blipped. Um, because, okay, so here's my thing. Here's my guess, right? Like, I don't know where Kyle went. I said he went to hell and Junior looked at me like, Tyler, seriously? <laughs> um... I was like, I don't know. Um, My thought is, because we get this line of dialogue earlier, okay? John L. states that as the merging happens, Clark's going to, like, basically disappear because there isn't another version for him to to, uh, merge with. So I'm like, oh. Is there – what if there's not another Kyle? I mean it's possible. Like some people who have doppelgangers could like, have had well, their like, doppelgangers on either earth, you know, um, uh, killed in an accident or something. Well, I mean think about this. There's no doppelganger Sarah or Sophie. So, you know, they would just cease to exist. I I think that would be something that would have been a little bit more interesting to, uh, to mess with that we never did, you know? Right. Well, I mean, we never saw them, but I mean, mean, just to say, like we said, maybe Lana got eradicated. Well, I mean, remember Lana married Tao. And was single. So, I mean, the only way would be she would have had to recently been divorced or something, you know, from Kyle. 
but we don't know the timeline of how long her and Tao have been married. Yeah. Um. So, it's just a thought, you know, like that. Like, what, what, what does that look like? You know. Yeah. Well, they do. They do say when they're talking to Lana that basically when they merge everybody will cease to exist. There'll be something, I mean, it's going to kill you and make you something new. Yeah. You're going to be something different. You're not going to be either one of your beings. And that's, and that's kind of, and since Allie's the only one that's merged, I'm kind of wondering like what that means, what that looks like, like, what is it? So do we know? No, we don't. I don't know. I've never met. I've never met my bizarro self. Yeah, I haven't either. So maybe I don't know. There's, maybe there's some, one day. I have a debate about that. We'll talk off mic. <laughs> 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 um. But yeah, I mean, it was. It was good. I'm trying to remember if there's anything else big. Like, I feel like there wasn't much going on up front, and then it was like the only other thing was Steel's kind of lost in the void. Natasha doesn't know she can't connect with her dad. Um, and she's there at the farm with them. Yeah, he goes in to try and stop Allie um, he shoots from her. murdering. I don't know why, but like when he like shot the rocket, it just made me think of War Machine in Iron Man 2, where he's like, I'm going to hit him with the ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Yes, that's my second Marvel reference because I've been doing some Marvel rewatching with my son. Okay, people, we like all comic book stuff here. Okay. Oh, yeah, Thor Love and Thunder's coming out soon. Might be the first Marvel movie I've seen in theaters since Far From Home. So this means you just didn't see Doctor Strange? <laughs> no, I have not. Um, <laughs> that's the only one that's been out since. Well, I mean, they. yeah, I guess so. Black Widow was released during the pandemic. <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh yeah, Far From Home did come out just before the pandemic. Oh, you said Far From Home. Oh, why was I thinking No Way Home? Dang. Yeah, no, no, Far From Home. Oh, dang. Dang. So, yeah, you missed Black Widow. You missed No Way Home. Yep. Multiverse okay. of Madness. Yep. There's a, there's another one in there. So I, I did watch, of course. Shang-Chi, The Eternals. Oh, you know, no, you know what? We did go see Shang-Chi. I okay. forgot about that. Dope. That's the only one. Yep. All right. So I think we're done with Superman. But I was excited to see a Marvel movie done in like a Kung Fu style. Yeah. They're at that point. Like a Kung Fu movie in the Marvel universe. That's what I was looking at it as. And it it didn't disappoint, I don't think. Um, Yeah. I think we're (laughs) done with Superman and Lois. I think that's it. Oh, yeah. I mean... We've yeah, so got. Uh, they did. They definitely like. I don't want to say they they skimped, but like I was telling Janine, a lot of times on shows you can look at the penultimate episode, not so much on streamers, but like on these type of shows, the penultimate. A lot of times, will try to be a little bit smaller, more character driven, so they can blow their budget more on the last episode for effects and stuff. Yeah, uh, but I feel like they didn't really do that. Like they still had great effects and scenes, like with steel and. Uh, Jordan and everything, and 
Yeah, they had they had John they had Hen, uh, John Henry in in the void, uh, you know, trying to stop Allie. They had John fighting. Um, they did oh. load the back end of the episode. Yep, we um, had we had John L versus Jordan with heat, uh, with heat vision versus cold vision. Yeah, which was awesome. Cold vision's just weird. I don't know. It just just doesn't feel right to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, they got fire breath. See, I mean, I guess that kind of makes, I don't know. I don't know why, like, super breath, like, because I always look at, like, they have super breath, not just freeze breath. They just, they can control it. So, like, if Superman wanted to breathe hot air, he could. Maybe not fire, but he could breathe hot air just like he could breathe cold air, you know? He can control it and change how he wants to, you know? Right. Anyways, I'm rambling. (laughs) But yeah, um, I, think, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, yeah, uh, a really good episode. Didn't disappoint. I had a, uh, it was very enjoyable. Um, you know, some of those, some tropes like the old mayor, what um, a douche, and the uh, the father going to, you know, sacrifice himself to stop the bad guy. Yep. Um, the hero down and out. Yep. Like Clark couldn't do anything uh, in this episode, so I mean, they, I, see how they, bad I, I, I definitely hope that means that there's going to be a, a nice big Superman stuff in the finale. You know, because it didn't get any for here. Superman to lift her. <laughs> you did. You did send that line. In the chat. <laughs> it is just my all-time now favorite, like, drop. I'm like, it's one of those things I'm laughing to myself, and my wife's like, what are you laughing at? You laugh at your own jokes. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I know I do. I can't help it, Jania. Okay? I find myself funny. But... All right. That's at least you it. crack somebody up, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Krypton Report. Check us out online, all of our social. Find us at Krypton Report. Uh, check out our Patreon where we do all kinds of stuff. We just launched our new show, The Supernatural Report. And if you notice on your feed, we actually did post the first episode of The Supernatural Report as a bonus episode in the Krypton Report feed. So if you are into Supernatural, um, uh, check that out. And if you want to be part of it, just shoot us a message. And remember, yeah, we had a good time talking about we have a good time talking about supernatural. Um and the good time to just want to start rolling. Yep. Over there on Patreon. We just want to say if you've enjoyed this podcast, please check out other podcasts on the Press Play Podcast Network. Remember to check out Krypton Report on all social media platforms. Go to linktree.com slash Krypton Report. you find all of our information right there. If you want to keep Krypton from exploding, join our $1 a month Patreon. That's right. For $1 a month, you'll get extra special content that you don't get on the main show, like movie commentaries and whatever else comes out of our mouths. So check it out, patreon.com slash kryptonreport. If you are like Tyler and James and can't get enough super talk, check out these other podcasts. Digging for Kryptonite, Supergirl Radio, The Last Sons of Krypton, The Superboy Legacy Podcast, All-Star Superfans, 
Superman the Animated Podcast. The Aspiring Kryptonians. Always hold on to Smallville. Caped Wonder. The Geek of Steel. And Truth, Justice, and Hope Podcast. Hey, we're going to press pause and hear a few words from our other podcasts on Press Play Podcast Network. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. Here's how Books with Brooks works. We read one book a month and then we talk about it. Classics like Stephen King's The Shining, debut novels like We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang, and tons of other compelling, life-changing stories, one book and one month at a time. So come read along with us and then listen in. This is Dan Jurgens, and if you want to have a good time, keep listening to the Krypton Report.